Ketubotaf Kof, the last thing we did was the Mishnah at the bottom of Sadi Tet Amud Bet, where it says if the Dayanim were making an assessment, were trying to value land, if they made a mistake by more or less than a sixth, then the entire thing is canceled according to Nakama. And Rabanchi Mohammed Gamliel says it stands because that's their power. They're betting, they have to be stronger than everything else. But Tanakama and uh, Rabanchi Mohammed Gamliel both agree that if there was a document where they did their due diligence and people came and saw, and this is the price they gave, then even if they made a mistake and they added uh, 100 or lowered 100, then it's uh, then the sale counts. And with that, we're starting. Last line by the Gemara, where it says about other one. The Gemara has a question. Shaliyah keman. A Shaliyah president sends a Shaliyah. Is he count like an Almana, who if she made a mistake, then everything gets canceled out? Or is he like a Betin, where it all depends if the mistake was a sixth or not? So, Rabah Amar Rav Nachman, Rav Asen, the name of Rav Nachman, Shaliyah Kedayanim. Shaliyah is equivalent to a Dayan, and therefore if you made a mistake, as long as it's within a sixth, it's okay. Rav Shmuel Babisna Amar, in the name of Rav Nachman, so the same of Nachman, he holds that the Shaliyah is Kealmana, like an Almana, that if she makes even the tiniest mistake, everything gets cancelled out. And the Gemara explains the Machloket. Rabah Amar Rav Nachman Shaliyah Kedayanin. Why? Because Madayanin Lav Lididhu. Be the same way that Dayanim are selling something that doesn't belong to them. Av Shaliyah Nami. He's selling or he's dealing with something that Lav Lidideh Lidideh. It's not his. La Pukeh Almana Lidideh Lidah. It's coming to exclude the case of an Almana. She's selling for herself. Rav Shmuel Bar Bisna Amar Rav Nachman. He explains that the Shaliyah Homer mistake is like Kealmana. And the same name, Almana Yahida, the same way Almana is doing things on her own. Afshaliyah is the same thing, he's doing things Yahida by on himself. La Pukeh Betin, coming to exclude Betin, the Rabim Ninu, they're a group who's doing this. Bilcheta, and the rule is that Shaliyah is like Kalmana, that if you made a mistake even less than a Shtut, whatever it is, still it's cancelled out. So the Gemara says, Umay Shana, why is it that a Shaliyah who made a mistake less than a sixth, why is that different Mehaditnan? If a person told his uh, his messenger, go do teruma for me, he has to give teruma like the balabait gives. Whatever he usually gives, you have to give it. And if he doesn't know what he usually gives, then then give one fiftieth. That's the average. If he added the tenth, he subtracted the tenth. He gave one fortieth, one sixtieth. Everything stands. Now the problem is that you see a shaliyah making a mistake on something that's more than a sixth, and it's okay. So the Gemara explains, no, there's a difference. The reason everything stands is because. Since there are people who are generous or cheap when it comes to trumot, this is the way I assessed you, that you're a cheap person, you're a generous person. So therefore it still stands. Over here, when he's making a mistake when it comes to the price of things, it's a total mistake. It's not an assessment, it's not a judgment call by the shaliyah here, it's a mistake. And Amar Leon, the, the, the person who's sending him, could tell him, I didn't send you to make a mistake. And even if it's less than a sixth, again, you, I didn't send you to make that mistake, and therefore the entire thing is canceled out. And Amar Avhuna Barhanina, Amar Nahman Halachak Divre Hachamim, 
made a mistake. If it's more than a shtut or less than a shtut, everything gets cancelled out. And it's not like Rabban Shimon ben Gamaliel who says everything stands. So the question is, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman doesn't hold of the concept of Makoch Betin Yafeh. Well, then what, if, if you're going to fix Betin's mistakes, then what's the power of Betin? Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman himself uh, said in the name of Amash Shmuel, Yetomim Shabao Lachlok Benechseavihem, Yetomim Yang Yetomim, they're coming to split up their father's assets, Betin Mamidim Lahim Apotropus, Betin sets a trustee, Uborin Lahim Halek Yafe, and the Apotroposim, they pick for each child a nice piece, Higidilu Yacholim Mimhot. Once they get older, they could protest. I don't want this part. Rav Nachman Dideh, he himself says, not in the name of Shemuel, in his own name, Rav Nachman Dideh Amar, he gedil, once they got older, they're not allowed to protest, because because like Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel says over here, because if you're going to fix Betin's mistake, then what's the power of Betin? So then, why over here, he's being posek like Hachamim, that, that everything goes back, Betin's mistake, everything gets cancelled out, and then by the apotropos, everything stands because makoch betin yafeh. So the Gemara explains as follows: Lakashat, not a contradiction in Rav Nachman. Had the betin made a mistake, everything goes back. You don't have this uh, concept of makoch betin yafeh because they made a mistake. Had the in the case of the apotropos, they didn't make a mistake. This is what each one decided, or this is what the trustee picked for this one for that one. It's a decision, and the decision doesn't go back. So the Gemara says, If the Apotropos didn't make a mistake, then and why is it when they get older they could protest? The Gemara explains, no, they're protesting. This one didn't like this side, he wanted that side, he didn't like this side, that side, he bought a land over there, he wants us near it, whatever the case may be. Okay, that's a protest that's allowed, but it's not a mistake. And Ki Atar of Dimi, when Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, Amar, he said, There was one time where Rebi did, like Hachamim, that the entire sale was cancelled. And Amalef Fanaf Perata, and Perata sat in front of him, and Perata was Benoshel Rebi Al Azar bin Perata. He was the Ben Benoshel Rebi Perata Gadol, the grandson of Rebi Perata the Great. Im Ken, if every time Betin uh, makes a mistake, you could cancel the entire sale. What's the power of Betin? And based on that comment, Rabbi made everything go back. He made the he made the buyer give back the money, and everything went back to its original owner. Now, Rav Dimi That's the way Rav Dimi brought the story. Rav Safra Matniachi. Rav Safra brought the story a little bit different. That Maaseh, there was a story. That Rabbi wanted to do like Hachamim and cancel out the entire. Sale because Hachamim made a mistake. Amalef Rav Prata Benoshel Rabbi Azar Ben Prata Ben Benoshel Rabbi Prata Gadol. Imken Makoch Betin Yafeh. That if that's the case, if you're going to cancel out the sale, then what's the power of Betin? And Lo Asar Rabbi Tamaase. So Rabbi wanted to do it, and then he ended up not doing it. So according to Rav Dimi, he did it, and then he made everything go back. And according to Rav Safra, he wanted to do it but didn't do it. So Lema Behakamiflaget sounds like Rav Dimi Rav Safra. This is their machloket that more savar of dimi held ta'abedivar mishnah chazer that if someone made a mistake on something that is clear in a mishnah, then the entire din goes back. Dayan made a mistake, he made a mistake, everything goes back. 
And that's why, according to him, Rabbi did the did the mistake, and then he made everything go back. Umor Safra holds that if the Dayan made a mistake, he wouldn't go back. Oh, that's why he had to explain the story as he wanted to do but didn't. The Gemara says, "Law, no." Everyone agrees. If a Dayan made a mistake on something that's clear in the Mishnah, he goes back. He has to fix the mistake. Umor held This is the way the story was. Umor and Safra held that's the way the story went. One held the story went where he did the maaseh. One said, "No, he wanted to do the maaseh." But but it would have been the same. And Amar of Yosef, Armalta de Zabina, Ahrayut, Ayatme. If an Almana sold the land for Ketuba or to get food, and then creditors came and they took a land, well, the responsibility is on the Yatomim. All she did was sell land that was really the Yatomim's land, but it was really like lean to, to her Ketuba. And same thing, and if Betin forever, for whatever reason, have to sell land of Yetomim for a Ketubah or from Zenot of a woman, same story, the responsibility on that land is on the Yetomim. So the Gemara says, Pshita, well, obviously, we don't, we don't need to know this because if they if they took the land and they have to go back to the Yetomim, who else are they going to go to? Meaning, what was the point of all this? So the Gemara explains, no, Almana, you're right. There's no Hidush by uh, by an Almana because we know that already because the 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 Yatomim have to take responsibility. Kids Tarikhle is Bedina. As if Bedin sold the land, still the buyers could go back to the Yatomim. Because I would have thought Maudetema, I would have thought when a person buys something from Betin, he expects there to be an announcement. He expects Betin to do their due diligence to make sure that there's nothing wrong with this land and to give him a, a real land. And if they didn't write responsibility in the in the contract, you expect it to be, hey, the Betin knows what they're doing and therefore the Yatomim are not responsible over this uh, land. Kamash Malan, that we say it was just a mistake, and they had the right uh, responsibility over there. And yes, the responsibility is back on the Yatomi. Next, we learn in the Mishnah that Rabanchi Mumbi Gamil holds that there, the sale stands because otherwise, Makoah Betin Yafed, and what's the strength of Betin? So, according to Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, okay, what would be a mistake that's normal or not normal? So, Amar Avuna Bar Yehuda, Amar Sheshat, Ad Pag until half, because Tanya Namiachi, we learned it in the Mishnah. Amar Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, Betin Shemachru Shaveh Matayim B'Maneh. If Betin sold a land that's worth two hundred for one hundred, or or Shaveh Maneh B'Matayim, or something that's worth a hundred for two hundred, Michran Kayam, that stands. And it sounds like that up until half uh, works. After that, it, that it doesn't work anymore. The, the sale gets canceled. And Amara Memor Mishemed Rav Yosef Bedin Shemachru Belo Achraza. If Bedin sold a land without announcing about it, without telling people about it, then Naasuke Mishita Ovid Vamishnah becomes as if they made a mistake on a clear Mishnah. and the entire sale gets canceled and everything goes back. The Gemara says Naasu. What do you mean they became as if? They for sure made a mistake in the Mishnah because when announcing about a Yetomim's field when you're selling it, it has to be for 30 days. You have to tell people it's up for sale for at least 30 days so anyone who wants could come in and buy it. And if a person is Makadish Sadeh, 
and they have ten yards, it's yom, so a lot of people can come and buy and pay for it. Umachrizin babokir ba'ayrev, and they have ten yards it morning and night when the when the workers go in and out, the people who are coming back from work, going to work, so they could hear about it. So you see that it's a clear mishnah. So it's not like as if they were as if they made a mistake on something clear. They for sure made a mistake on something clear. The Gemara says, no, you can't, it's not clear from that Mishnah, because I would have said, okay, that's a Shaliyah bit of the Etomim, who's selling, he has to make an announcement, but maybe Betin themselves, I would have thought they don't have to stand over there announcing. Kamash Malan, have yourselves coming to tell me that, yes, even Betin have to announce. So now, Ediver Avashe Lamemor, Avashe has a question, Tamemor. Shoma Dayanin Shepihatu Shtut, Oetiru Shtut, Mikran Batel. We know that if the Dayanim made an assessment over a property and they made a mistake by a sixth up or down, the entire thing is cancelled. But it sounds like if they just sold it for the exact price, then the sale would stand. My love, isn't it even if they didn't make an announcement, but if they sold it for the right price, everything stands? The Gemara says, no, no, it's only if they made an announcement. If they didn't make an announcement, then it wouldn't stand. So the Gemara asks the question, Okay, if the end of the Mishnah is talking about where they made the announcement, then Resha you have to say that the Resha is talking about a situation where they did not make the announcement. Because the Sefa says, If Betin made a document that says that they announced it, even if they sold something that's worth 100 for 200 or something 200 for 100, so if the Sefa is talking about making an announcement, then the Resha has to be talking about no announcement. So how could you come, how could yourself come and say that we're talking about a situation where they did not make an announcement? You have to say our Mishnah is talking about Bidilo Achruz. They did not make an announcement. And there's no contradiction. Depends. Are we talking about things that you have to announce or things that you don't have to announce? And the Gemara explains. The following things when selling you do not announce. Slaves, movable objects, documents. And Avadim Tamamai, what's the reason with Avadim? Because because if the Avadim heard that they're trying they're trying to get sold, then they're gonna try to run away. What about movable objects and documents? Why don't you announce it? because people might you know might come to see, might come to see the watch, everyone might come to see the document, and someone's hand might be a little bit fast and steal it. Or you could say, Kan there's certain times where we announce, certain times we don't announce. Because now they explain, if uh, people have to pay taxes and they have to sell the uh, the Yetomim's land in order to pay the taxes, or you have to sell the Yetomim's land in order to feed the Almana or the, or the other girls, or if a person passes away and they have to sell the Yetomim's land to get their father buried, those are times where you sell without making an announcement. So could be that's the situation. Or you could answer a third answer. Khan, one that of Yosef says din, bimakom shimakhrizin, kan bimakom shimakhrizin. There are places where we announce, the places that we don't announce. The Amar of Nahman, Ma'ulam lo asu yigirat bikorit binar de'ah. 
because Rav Nachman said they never made this document of uh, announcing in Hadi'ah. So Savur, Mineh, everyone thought, because the name of their experts when it comes to assessing things. And Amar de Rav Yosef Bar Minyumi, the Didimi Pashali Mineh de Rav Nachman. Rav Yosef Bar Minyumi said, I heard it from Rav Nachman himself. No, because because people will make fun of them. You bought this land that had to be announced by Betin. You guys got it on the cheap. You took a property that was seized. People will make fun of them. And therefore, in Nadi'ayah, they didn't announce. And Amar of Yudah Amar Shemuel, Mitaltelin Shel Yetomim, the movable objects of Yetomim, like let's say food, for example, Shaminotan Mukhrinotan Alter, they assess them and they sell them on the spot right after their father passed away, whatever it is, so this way they don't get rotten. Rav Hasda Amar Avimi, Mukhrinotan Lashvakim, you sell them to, uh, at the day of the marketplace, so this way they don't lose. So wait a day or two. Velopli and they're not arguing. Hadimikrav Shuka, Dimrahak Shuka depends. If the shuk is far or the shuk is close. If the shuk is far, then it might rot, and therefore sell it as fast as possible. If the shuk is right here, then you could wait a day or two and just sell it at the time where there's going to be a lot of people buying. Rav Kahana had the beer of Rav Mishashiyah by his house. And it was when Rav Meshashiyah was a yatma, he was a yatom. He waited with that wine until the regal, when there's a lot of people trying to buy wine for the holiday. And Amar, his reasoning was, even though it might become sour a little bit, it might become spoiled a little bit. I'm going to get better cash, I'm going to get better coins. Because that's the time where people come with with big money to buy uh, all these wines. And even if it's not the best quality, people will still spend the better money just because they need it for the holiday. So it's worth waiting a little bit to get that good money. Rabina had in his hands the wine of the little Rabina when he was a Yatom. It was his sister's son. And Rabina also had his own wine. He was taking it to a place called Sikhra. Some say it was to the port. Either way, the big Rabina came to Ravashe. Am I allowed to bring the wine, the Yatom's wine, with me? Or do I have to worry maybe the boat's going to sink or something like that? So you could go with uh, with those barrels because because his wine is not any better than your wine. Meaning, what if you're doing what's right for your wine, then you have to do it also for his wine. Next Mishnah. Her brother married her off and she said, no, I'm not interested in this person. Shenya, a woman who is related to her husband but, uh, with a relation that is Asur only by the Rabbanan. Vihailonit, or a woman who cannot have children, that her kiddushin is considered a mistake. And lahen ketuba, if when they leave, they don't have a ketuba. They man it obviously because she's the one who said no. The shenia is like sort of a punishment to her because she got married. The beisur really, the, the, really the reason they're not punishing the husband is because the woman wants to be married more than the man wants to be married. The Gemara will go into it a little bit more. And the Ilonit is because the whole thing was a mistake. Velo perot, no fruits, meaning if the husband doesn't have to redeem her if she gets captured, because remember, that's part of the deal. He eats the fruits from her land, and therefore he has to redeem her. That's what it means. Now, that's one way that she explains it. She explains also 
that if the husband ate any fruits, he doesn't have to give it back. And also, if they borrowed money in order to eat, the husband doesn't have to pay it. And if she brought into the marriage clothing and he got worn out, the husband doesn't have to give her back that clothing. Even if it's worn out, jaded, he doesn't have to give it back. However, but if with Ailonit, if he knew from the beginning that she was an Ailonit and he was okay with that, then she has a Ketuba and everything else that goes with the Ketuba. Now, Almana le Kohen Gadol, Gerushava Halutza le Kohen Hediot. If it's an Almana marrying a Kohen Gadol, that's not allowed. Gerushava Halutza marrying a Kohen Hediot, that's not allowed. Mamzeret untina le Israel. That's not allowed about Israel or a Jewish girl married Lenatin or Mamzer. Yesh lahen ketubah. In all these cases, there is a ketubah. And the idea is because since the child in this marriage will be pasul, then a woman wouldn't want to get herself into that type of situation. It's the husband who got her into it. He convinced her into marrying him. And therefore, we're going to make him pay ketubah. Not only are we going to force you to get divorced, we're going to force you to pay ketubah also. So this way a person knows it's very dangerous to, to mess around with this type of marriage because not only will I have to divorce her, I'll also have to pay for it. And the Gemara starts, we're going to talk about the Mema'enet, that Rav Tane Ketana Yotza Beget and En La Ketubah. Rav said, he didn't, he, in his text of the Mishnah, he didn't have the word Mema'enet, uh, he had the word Ketana, who got divorced with the Get. She does not have a Ketubah because her marriage wasn't a marriage, because the entire marriage gets sort of like annulled retroactively all the way from the beginning. And all the more so, all the, the Mema'enet case where she said no, she protested the marriage. Of course, you, you don't get a Ketubah. Shemuel Tane Mema'enet in Laktuba. Shemuel has in his Mishnah like us that it says Mema'enet does not have a Ketuba. Aval Yotza Beget, but if she's a Ketana, we got a Get. Yesh Laktuba. Bezda Shemuel Tame. And Shemuel goes according to his reason. Dama Shemuel Mema'enet in Laktuba. Mema'enet does not have a Ketuba. Yotza Beget, but if she's a Ketana who went out to get, Yesh Laktuba. Mema'enet lo pesalamina ahin. A woman who is Mema um, it, she is not pasul for marrying the, his brothers. And also, if she's not considered a divorcee, and therefore she could still marry a Kohen. And once she got a get, she's not allowed to marry his brothers anymore. Now she can't marry a Kohen. And Semaidiyamimaenet protested her marriage and therefore annulled it retroactively. And therefore, she does not have to wait three months between uh, when she leaves her husband to when she could get married to the next man. And there is a Takanat Hachamim that when a woman leaves one husband or whatever the case is, she should wait three months before be, being with another man through marriage. The idea is that if she gets pregnant, we should know who the baby's from. First husband or second husband, three months will give us enough time to figure that out. But if he gives her a get, she has to wait three months. So now the Gemara has a question, what does Shmuel teach us with his girsa in our Mishnah? All these have been taught, meaning... We, we, we learned we have Mishnah that says a woman who is she's allowed to marry his relatives he's allowed to marry her relatives and he didn't make her pasul for marrying a kauna 
Natan laget the minute he gave her a get, then she became a sword in his relatives, he's a sword in her relatives of Salamina Kiuna, and he made her pasul from marrying a Kohen. So we have a Mishnah that says this already. Then why does Shmuel have to come and give us this whole Hidush? Now the Gemara says, no, Tzrichalem, Tin Shalosha Chodashim, Tzrichalem. There was that new Hidush of Shmuel, that a woman who's Mema'en does not have to wait three months, and the woman, who, uh, the Ketana who got the get does have to wait three months. We didn't mention that in the Braita. And that's what the Hidush of Shmuel is. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen Ve'amen.